And of course, Carol and I wish you such a Merry Christmas. It's just a, a joy. We, 35 years of our life, my life, we lived in America. We never even heard of a Christmas Day service until we came to Australia 35 years ago. And I just cannot express the, the joy of a Christmas Day service for the family of God gather. And we've been doing this 35 times, at least uh, 36. Carol says this is our 36th time. And it's wonderful. And we just are so grateful. Good to see. I didn't know we even had chairs over there. It's, it's wonderful. Welcome, everybody. Well, 733 years ago, Isaiah the prophet took a pen in his hand and he wrote these words on a parchment. For unto us, unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wow. This child who is born unto us, to us, will be called Mighty God, Everlasting Father. This son who is given unto us, to us, will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Prince of Peace. And Isaiah said, and the government will be upon his shoulder. We read these words. His government, this son, this child, his government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor, David, for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. This child, whose name is wonderful, this son, whose name is the Prince of Peace, is given unto us. Isaiah writes about three things. A son, a sovereign, and a sign. And we, we read in chapter 7 and verse 14, the Lord himself will give you the sign. This is the sign for this sovereign and this son. Here's the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Isaiah said that this child, this son, this God-man would be born of a virgin birth. And this is the sign. He would be born of a virgin unto us. 
in 733 years, after Isaiah wrote these words, God sent Gabriel to Galilee. And we read from Luke's gospel in chapter 1 and verse 26. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and he said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Oh, don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. For you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, which means, of course, Savior. He will be very great. And will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will rule over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. And Mary asked the angel. But how can this happen? I am a virgin. And the angel replied. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy. And he will be called the Son of God. Unto us. Unto us this holy Son of God is given. Luke goes on to record... And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was just no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you, unto you, now it's more than just unto us. Now it's unto you. Unto you is born this day. Unto you is born in the city of David a Savior. A Savior is born, Isaiah said, unto us. But the angels appeared over Bethlehem and said, He is now born unto you. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. For unto you is born a Son and a Savior. Fifty years later, The Apostle Paul would write these words to the Galatian church. When the time, when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy our freedom, to buy freedom for us. God sent him 
to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. He sends this son so that this son who is God himself, the everlasting father, but this son would open the way for everyone else to become sons and daughters of the most high God because he would buy, he would buy our freedom. He would buy freedom for us who ourselves were slaves to the law, who every one of us have broken God's law in some form, in some way, at some time in our life. And he would buy freedom for us. And not only would he buy freedom for us, he would open up the adoption of men and women to become sons and daughters of almighty God, to become brothers and sisters of the firstborn son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul would also write these words to Titus. But when God our Savior, Jesus, Savior, but when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life and that's what this second birth is all about it's being born again not unto the earthly the temporal but it's being born again unto the heavenly and the eternal for unto us a child a son and a savior is given a savior who has bought freedom for us and brought adoption to us a Savior who has washed away our sins. A Savior who has given us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. A Savior who has made us right in God's sight. Who has done for us what we could never do for ourselves in a thousand lifetimes. He has made us right in God's Sight, a Savior who has given us the confidence that we will inherit eternal life unto us. This is all about, I know it's all about Him, but it's all about us. It's about Him coming to us. It's about him giving himself up for us. It's not about the offering we bring to God. It's about the offering God has brought to us through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Christmas. This is the 733 year prophecy that brought forth that first Christmas morning unto us. So I'm going to ask you to bow your head with me on this Christmas morning. And I want you to consider that Jesus has come unto you, to your family. Unto you a Savior is born. Unto you 
unto you a child is given unto you and he has been given to you to buy your freedom from sin and to offer you the adoption this is an, an adoption that you can say yes to or you can say no to you can say no I don't want to be adopted into God's family I'll just live for myself and die unto myself or you can say adoption to become a son and a daughter of the heavenly father forever a savior unto you who has washed our sins away a savior who offers to every single person who wants to, who will, who wills, who has a yes. If there's a grace of God moving in your heart right now, you can say yes to this new birth and to this new life. And when you say yes, God pours the Holy Spirit on you. And in that moment of saying yes, this is my desire to be washed, to be cleansed, to be made right with God, to become a child of God, to not just live unto myself and for myself. When you say yes, God pours the Holy Spirit out and God brings to you a Savior who in one moment makes you right in His sight. No matter where you've been or what you've done, no matter what, God through Christ the Savior makes every man and every woman who says yes, He makes that man and that woman because of Christ right in His sight. A Savior who has given us the confidence to live in this crazy, wayward, sand-sinking world, but we live in it with feet that are firmly placed on the hope of eternal life through Jesus Christ. We are not going down with whatever else is going down. We are going up forever. And we have this blessed hope that eternal life belongs to us the moment, the moment we yield ourselves to become the adopted children of God. In that moment, eternal life becomes a confident hope in me. I look at death totally different. I look at the temporal totally different because now I look at it through the eyes of one who has confidence that I have eternal life. And it makes all the difference in the world. And so this Christmas day, I know the multitudes in this room would say, oh, absolutely. That's right, Jack. I've done. Amen. He is my Savior. He is Jesus, my Savior. He did come unto me. And my testimony is that he is the Lord of my life. But not everyone in this room can say that. Not everyone in this room says that. But I would offer this Christmas day an opportunity in this very moment where you sit to think about the fact that unto you a child was born and unto you a son was given a savior Christ the Lord who came to make you a child of God forever a savior who came to wash away every wrong a savior who came to give you a new birth and the hope and confidence of eternal life and if you're here today and you're not able to say, yes, he's my savior, then I want to offer you a prayer to pray that changes everything in a day. Now, I know we still have to work a lot of things out, but the relationship with God gets changed in a moment. And here's the prayer for someone in this building on this Christmas day that would say, unto me a savior is born and I receive this savior. John said, but as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become sons of God, even to those who believe in his name. So pray this prayer with me if you have never given your life to become an adopted son or daughter of God. Pray this prayer in your heart as I pray it out loud. My God, 
in the name of your son Jesus. I open my heart. I ask you to do for me what I could never do for myself. I could never wash my own sins away. I could never make myself right in your sight. I could never give myself the confidence of eternal life. I could never make myself be born anew and born again. All of this you have offered to me because you gave your son for me. And this day, I want to become a son to you. And I invite with all of my heart, Jesus, come into my world. Come into my world and rule and reign. And from this day forward, I am not my own. I am yours. And I want to sign the adoption papers as it were, so that from this day forward, I am a child of God. With every head bowed and every eye closed, just before we finish our service, move on to the next part, which will be uh, some celebration with children. But before we do that, with every head still bowed, please, every eye still closed, did you just make the most amazing decision, discovery that could ever be made? And did you just now open your heart to become a child of God through Jesus Christ the Savior. If you did, would you boldly put your hand up high so I could see it by acknowledging, by just owning that prayer. Hold it up long enough for me to see it. Others, I pray, would not be looking around, but I am. I'm looking right now across the auditorium for a hand to go up. I see a hand there. And maybe another hand to go up and say, yes, I see a hand there. Thank you. And I'm just looking around the auditorium waiting a moment that some people today have received what this really is all about. And that is the gift of God to each one of us. Who else prayed that prayer just now? And you meant it. You meant it with all of your heart. I'll wait just another moment as I look. Well, let's celebrate the decisions that have been made today by others. Wonderful. Wow. And we do look forward. This next year, why don't you start next year the way you finished this year? Right here in the house of God. And uh, we'll have a, a, a great New Year's Day service.